All right, welcome back to Opus's podcast. This is episode three of season two, and as you guys wanted last week in my Instagram poll, over eighty percent wanted a weekly episode schedule, and so you guys are gonna get that. So this episode, we're gonna talk about Kanye West's presidential bid and his struggles with bipolar um, mental uh, disorder, and then we're gonna talk about Donald Trump and is an interesting quote uh, a couple days ago on Fox News about his cognitive ability and uh, then talking about his administration's uh, failure to address the pandemic and contain it. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. We'll be right back. Let's begin. Let's talk about our first topic, Kanye West and his presidential bid. Um, so a couple weeks ago, Kanye West uh, officially announced his presidential bid uh, to be president. And um, there were some interesting reactions. Obviously, this is kind of late in the election season as the polls will come out in November. So... Um, Obviously, some confusion there, but uh, his first campaign rally was in South Carolina last week, and uh, he had an interesting comment um, about a lot of things, but most interestingly, his quote about Harriet Tubman and her apparently not freeing the slaves. So yeah, obviously that's going to get a lot of controversy. She's heralded as one of the most influential people in the United States in her um, efforts to uh, abolish slavery in the United States. Um, and as a, as a black person, obviously I'm not happy about that. And I knew that a lot of people wouldn't support him at first. I think this just... Um, just made that crowd larger. And the scary thing is, well, it, I guess for some people, is um, obviously I think a lot of people right now in this uh, in this um, this field probably are kind of inching. You know, they they don't believe both candidates, Joe Biden and Donald Trump, are the best. And some, a lot of people may agree with that. The second, the thing is, um, if Kanye West actually gets support, well, it's gonna be very hard. He's already, he's already ineligible to be in some ballots of about eight states. And South Carolina, um, a couple of days ago, just took him off their ballots in November. Um, if he actually gets a lead, if he gets some support, a significant amount of people, not just 1% or 2%, but like 20% of the votes, how does that play in to either Biden or Trump's campaign? Um, so I think that's an interesting point. A lot of people are bringing up, and they're, they're probably saying, just don't vote for Kanye. Whatever you do, don't vote for Kanye, and I actually agree with that. Um, so... It hurts both candidates, 
Um, I, in my opinion, I don't align with either party very much. Um, so, I mean, in my opinion, Joe Biden and Donald Trump are are average. Some one of them might be below average. Some might be better. But the thing is, it's, it's for a lot of people. It's 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 not really uh not gonna be a landslide. So, uh, my opinion, Kanye won't get, uh, I don't think he'll get a lot of recognition and a lot of votes, uh, especially after that rally. And speaking of that rally, um, a day after he went on a Twitter firestorm and he called out a lot of people, uh, willingly or unintentionally, we don't know. Um, but he said some pretty disturbing things and, um, a lot of people have been thinking that he's going through another mental breakdown. And I think for the first time, uh, his wife, Kim Kardashian, uh, had to address the issues that she's been dealing with. And uh, here's an ex- excerpt from her quote. Uh, quote, as many of you know, Kanye has bipolar disorder. Anyone who has this or has a loved one in their life who does knows how incredibly complicated and painful it is to understand, she wrote. I never spoken publicly about how this has affected us at our home because I'm very protective of our children and Kanye's right to privacy when it comes to his health. But today, I feel like I should comment on it because of the stigma and misconceptions about mental health. End quote. Um, and, yes, Kanye has, has uh, been suspected for years. Um, of having a mental disorder and Kim just uh, confirmed it right here for the first time. Um, For any person, it's incredibly sad. And it's incredibly disheartening to hear because the thing that is attacking them comes from themselves. And unintentionally, right? Um, So... You know, this, I think this actually helps destroying the stigma, right? She said in that last line, um, not, it's not just like teens. It's not, it's not just our generation who struggles with mental health. It's even celebrities too. A lot, celebrities are not perfect people. They're not, obviously they're not, uh, not, I, I wouldn't consider any of them to be, um, people to look up to at least, but I guess celebrities are real people. The people that you listen to, the music, the artists that you listen to, uh, the people that you watch on TV shows, they have a real life behind them. And um, I think this I, this helps a lot. Obviously, not for not really for Kanye, right? Because um, we want I I think everyone wants him to be better and to get better. Um, it's very difficult to you know say. It's a lot easier to say than to than for it to happen. Um, but yeah, it could be anybody, it could be anybody, and, um, you know, some might say that Kanye was, it was kind of obvious, but for others, you might not even know, and, um, it's incredibly disheartening to hear that for Kanye, um, so, I, I wish him the best, I, I, I mean, he's probably not gonna hear this, but I hope he does well in his future life and he becomes um better in his mental health. 
Um, very unfortunate for him. We're going to be right back after this break. All right, we're back. We're now going to talk about Donald Trump. Now, uh, a couple days ago on Fox News, he had um, an interview with Fox News, and he um, was addressing the comments of people doubting his cognitive ability. And he explained it in an odd way and put some doubt and uh, on, on people about the legitimacy of this test. Um, the famous words... Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Take a listen. He said there actually is, and he named it, whatever it might be. And it was 30 or 35 questions. The first questions are very easy. The last questions are much more difficult. Uh, like a memory question. It's uh, like you'll go person, woman, man, camera, TV. So they say, could you repeat that? So I said, yeah. So it's person, woman, man, camera, TV. Okay, that's very good. If you get it in order, you get extra points. If you, Okay, now he's asking you other questions, other questions. And then 10 minutes, 15, 20 minutes later, they say, remember the first question? Not the first, but the 10th question. Give us that again. Can you do that again? And you go person, woman, man, camera, TV. If you get it in order, you get extra points. They said nobody gets it in order. It's actually not that easy, but for me it was easy. And that's not an easy question. In other words, they ask it to you, they give you five names and you have to repeat them. And that's okay. If you repeat them out of order, it's okay, but, but you know, it's not as good. But then when you go back about 20, 25 minutes later and they say, go back to that question. They don't tell you this. Go back to that question and repeat them. Can you do it? And you go... Person, woman, man, camera, TV. They say, that's amazing. How did you do that? I do it because I have, like, a good memory, because I'm cognitively there. Now, I think Donald Trump's cognitive ability has been in question in the public eye for a long time. But after Mary Trump's book came out about him, talking about... Uh, allegedly cheating on the uh, SAT and other standardized tests to get uh, to college. There's and some other things, obviously. Um, but um, in my opinion, I think there there could be there could be an issue, right? Um, I'm not trying to try to bash him or anything. Out of seriousness, I, there probably could could be a, a cognitive disorder. Um, he said some questionable things. He's um, especially lied about a lot of stuff, and you know that could tread on you know being a pathological liar. But um, whatever whatever he's what whatever's going on with him, um, it's a serious thing and it has affected this country very much. And I think any I think everyone can say that if you're Democrat or if you're Republican. Um, and I think it's, it has been, it's been made fun of and, you know, questioned very little. 
the past three years of his ter- of his uh, first term here. But after this um, pandemic just walked up on the United States, um, it's kind of exposed Donald Trump and his administration and the almost corruptness of his um, administration. Uh, first, not taking early action on the pandemic. I think I've said that enough last week. Uh, secondly, um, just lying. I mean, I, I don't know if I can explain that enough. He just lies. It's, it's an, an insane amount. You know, uh, New York Times did some research. What's the Wall Street Journal? about? like, he, he lies over a thousand times a day. Um, it's just ridiculous. And his, his, for some reason, he wants to um, blame everything on Democrats. So very partisan uh, indeed. And recently... Um, well, actually today, as of July 23rd, uh, the United States reached 4 million total COVID-19 cases uh, since February. Um, very sad, very sad stat to hear. Um, although not as, obviously not as many deaths, but uh, certainly um, a lot of fear and pain and um, questions for people who are struggling with it and their families. So that 4 million, it's probably... Obviously, in cases, yeah, but in the amount of families that have been affected by it, it's a lot more. So, um, and secondly, his sudden support for wearing masks. Um, he and uh, he tweeted a couple days ago about um, that wearing a mask is the most patriotic thing you can do uh, as, um, as a U.S. citizen. And I think um, that kind of kind of borders on hypocrisy, uh, because the thing is, he's been. To be honest, he hasn't really been denying masks, but he hasn't taken the action. The he hasn't taken the step to wear the mask, to say you need to wear your mask, right? And I, th- I think I said this in the last episode, uh, last week, that. It's not about, it's not really, I guess, not really his fault in this case. The CDC put out some odd guidelines saying that if you don't have the, if you don't have the virus, you don't need to wear a mask. And Fauci tried to explain that a couple of weeks ago, saying that the United States wasn't ready for masks. So we tried to make sure that they wouldn't run out of masks and um, create uh, issues for uh, healthcare, uh, health workers in hospitals. So, um, I think, uh, that's, I don't know if I can believe that's legitimate reason or just bad misinformation. Um, because it's only told a lot of Americans that, Hey, I don't need to wear a mask. I'm I'm okay. And now that the guideline has changed, now people are trying to deny it and try to say the government's conspiring against us. And the the fact is not true in my opinion. Um, CEC's not trying to conspire against us. Um, and so he, he tweeted a couple of days ago that, you know, masks is the most patriarch thing you can do and that he's the most patriarch president of the United States. Has some doubts, but, you know, okay. <laughs> um, and then, again, really recently, um, Anthony Fauci. 
the doctor that the infectious uh, disease doctor um, who has been uh, heralded as uh, I guess a, a great um, guy to, to help us in this pandemic suddenly isn't really involved in the White House task force um, which doesn't make any sense Fauci uh, has dealt with Ebola and the AIDS pandemic um, in 2014 and the 80s uh, respectively and the fact that apparently he's not a worthy member of the White House task force is pretty ridiculous and uh, um Apparently all members of the, um, I think 10 people or nine in the task force, uh, are not doctors, which is concerning. Um, so that's kind of, uh, that's kind of odd. That just kind of makes me mad, first of all, because he's been the one that's been giving us pretty good advice and bringing us common sense, uh, when a lot of us are in fear. Um, so it doesn't make sense. And then again... The White House just recently announced that all hospital data about the pandemic will, or about the virus and hospital beds will be going to the White House instead of the CDC, which is a huge problem and creates more opportunity for misinformation. And frankly, I'm, I'm pretty worried. I'm pretty worried. Uh, so that, that does, I mean, when, when, you, when you now are putting the hands of data Right, data that's used to help us fight this pandemic, find out where the hotspots are, um, find out uh, where the most PPE, personal protective equipment, need to go, and when that's gone, that that's that's a problem. So, um, and then also got uh, we're going to talk about uh, what happened in Portland. Uh, a lot of you may not know, um, un uh, unbadged. Uh, men in looks like army gear went to Portland and uh, riled up protesters and put them in a van uh, I think last weekend um, and apparently it was issued by Trump he, his administration uh, admitted it and said that it will do more into democratic, democratic run cities which is a problem and this shows more flaws and more corruptness in Donald Trump's administration. We haven't seen something like this uh, in a while, right? Um, especially now he's probably going to Albuquerque, or he's, he's sending out military men in Albuquerque. And that ties back all the way to back um, to last month when he was talking about all the protesters outside of the White House and said that martial law will have to be implemented. And I think this is what he's doing. He's implementing martial law. Which is wrong. It's not what this country is made for. We're not here to, you know, we're not we're not the British. Okay, so very concerned about that. Um, a lot of people are comparing it to the Gestapo, the secret police that Adolf Hitler used to rile up Jews and put them in ghettos and um, and segregate them. Is it a fair comparison? Uh, as of right now, I can't say so, um, but. Uh, certainly is an interesting comparison, but I'm I'm not putting Donald Trump on the same level as Adolf Hitler in terms of evil. I'm not doing that. Um, a lot of people claim that he is. Some people say that he's dumb, and some people say that he's unfit to run president. Um, I may or may not agree with some of those, but I don't. I'm not going to put him on the same level as Don, um, Adolf Hitler. 
Um, so that is, uh, we're going to take a break and we're going to close out this episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Opus's podcast. It's been a great pleasure to um, be able to share my opinion to you guys and for you guys to listen and uh, give me advice or feedback. I made this episode a lot shorter than previous episodes. If I've noticed that it's been pretty long, and a lot of you guys probably, I'm guessing, don't want you know 50-minute episodes. Um, like last week so we're showing this one out and uh hopefully uh, we'll see if you guys like it um i'm trying to do something big probably next week um a, a live episode of Opus podcast um which you guys can come to and share your opinion and uh it'll be really fun and it'll be on instagram live uh, probably next week um i'll announce the date later um, but it'll be really fun if you guys want to come and talk some stuff, uh, say something, talk about summer, talk about anything you guys want, say some jokes or two, and uh, be on your merry way. So, very excited. Uh, again, thank you for listening to this episode, and I'll see you around.